Life is hectic, so wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with Factor's chef-crafted and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. With over 35 options a week, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more, they've got a variety that fits your lifestyle. Factor has restaurant-quality meals ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. They also have various easy options for the entire day, from breakfast to midday bites, smoothies, and more. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is a nutritious and delicious experience, and it won't break the bank. You can customize your meals by choosing 6 to 18 per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule deliveries anytime to fit your schedule. Factor meals are 100% hassle-free, giving you more time for what matters. Head to factormeals.com slash otherside50 and use the code otherside50 to get 50% off. That's code otherside50 at factormeals.com for 50% off your delicious, hassle-free meals. Hello, my name's John Kelly, and I'm here to share my NDE that I had when I was 19 in 1985. It was the summer of 85, and I was... I'll give background a little bit that led up to it. A couple friends of mine and I went down to Phoenix, Arizona from Washington State, Northwest Washington. And we wanted to get jobs down there and just go somewhere else and live. And one of my friends had been there before. And on the way down, our truck broke down a couple of times and we ended up running out of money. <laughs> you know, fixing the truck. And by the time we got to Phoenix, we ended up running out. And then we ended up starving because we didn't have money to buy food. And we didn't have a state ID there, none of us. So we couldn't get, go to the food banks and churches were telling us to get lost. And uh, so after a while, we weren't hungry anymore, a couple weeks. And at that point, when you're fasting or not eating, it was like we were blank, like not even thinking. And and I can remember we were looking for work, but we were just like, we had nowhere to go, nowhere to be. We didn't have any responsibilities and we were just blank. And I got this one idea out of the blankness about the blood bank, about giving plasma and I told my friends, hey, let's go to the blood bank because uh, even back then I knew we get $20 each. And so we went to the blood bank and that's where they spin the plasma out, not just take the whole blood. And they put the blood back in and they handed us forms on clipboards and we had to read it and sign it. And it said that we had to have eaten three square meals a day for seven days in a row before we could give blood. And of course, we weren't gonna, we were, then we were gonna lie, you know, of course. And in the place, there was this big rack of bread that somebody donated for the people to eat while they're waiting. And we all looked at each other. And so we signed, and then we started eating, eating bread and fresh baked bread. And then we got called back there, and there was like 60 reclining chairs that you sit on while you they take the blood 
and there's four rows. The two middle ones were back to back, and then the other ones were facing. And my friend was against the wall, and I was in the middle, facing away from him like that. And he was just a little bit over here, a couple over. And they plugged in that huge fat needle, <laughs> which is way too big if you ask me, but within under a minute as the blood was draining, I all of a sudden I got dizzy. Like I never had passed out in my life to that point, but I felt like I was going to pass out. That's what I even thought at the time. And I was like, whoa, my head just kind of turned. I was trying not to pass out. And this guy in a white coat with a clipboard, he was way over there at the other end. And he, he just looked up right into my eyes. And he said, are you, oh, and right when he was going to say K, I was trying to shake my head no, and I just exploded out of my body. Like, there was a combo of things that happened all at the same time. My vision started, as I was trying not to pass out, started going like a blank TV channel, like those, you know, specs. And it was getting bigger. It started from the middle. And then I started, I was really gonna pass out. And then I heard this like Velcro ripping apart. That's what it sounded like, like. And all of it happened kind of together. And I, and as I shook my head, tried to shake my head, no, I exploded out of my body at an angle like that. So there was an angle involved. And my whole being went like, it was like I still had a body and I went like this and arced back. And I was like, my last human words were, I'm finally free. And then my whole body just evaporated and everything evaporated was left. It just disappeared. My awareness of the earth, of John, my personality structure, everything dissolved. And I was flying at a million miles an hour, like in this energy body that was like three different colors. It wasn't, it didn't have the rainbow colors and they were specks and it was like folding on itself like this, like as it flew like a million miles an hour, it felt like the speed of light or whatever. And I was just an awareness and I don't remember exactly when, but all of a sudden there was like a burst. I think it was right after, right after everything dissolved and I was flying like that. I'm finally free. And then this burst of freedom somewhere in there, like right away, a burst of freedom just exploded within me, like in every direction, like forever. It never stopped. It was like pure freedom, infinite freedom, like amazing. And just freedom just burst like the sun shining light. And then this joy bursts with the freedom, like inside of it, boom. most likely from the freedom, like the feeling of freedom after being here on earth, no doubt. So I had this freedom, this massive freedom just flying through me from my center and this joy, but it didn't overwhelm me. It was like just coming through me and I was still flying at an angle. And then I got, curious i was still feeling the freedom and the joy and i looked looked around and at the body i was in 
And I was like this awareness being carried by this body, reeled in. I was being reeled in. I was going that way. And out of curiosity, without human words, because all of that was gone. I was this pure being. And I didn't have any remembrance of Earth or John or anything except for my being. And it was as if I had never not been that. The other stuff didn't even happen. And I was flying and then my attention went outside of this energy body thing that I was being transported in kind of or for a while there I thought it was my body after I contemplated it afterwards, but I realized it was, wasn't my body, that I was just pure awareness that didn't have a body at all. And that's later on I discovered that. But so I got curious, my attention went in front and my curiosity, oh, by the way, there was no logic and no analytical function on that level. Everything was pure. And when I focused, on where I was going, I was, it was like a curiosity thing, that direction, I got a complete full being upload realization through my whole being. Everything stopped when I did that, actually. I was like, where am I going? Everything stopped. And I got, there was this massive giant ball, like the, it was so huge, like the moon or something. And it was pressing on this dimension's envelope, or it was like a membrane. It was pushing in on it. And I was being reeled into that giant ball, this entity being thing, the big me, I guess, the eternal me. And it was pushed up against the universe, like nestled into it, like pushing on a balloon. The upload I got when I was like, where am I going? Everything stopped just before I reemerged most likely I wouldn't have come back if I went all the way in. But I got this upload that that was me. And this was an injection of its energy into this dimension or this into here through the membrane and that I was being reeled back into it. It's been 37 years since this happened. <laughs> so. But later on, of course, I've contemplated it and learned a lot of stuff since then and discovered stuff. But at the time, I just got the vision and the whole knowing that that was me. This was something it ejected its energy into and it was reeling it back into itself. And then everything shifted like, like I didn't meet anyone, by the way. I didn't feel any other presences. It was just the big me and me this part of that and everything like shifted like and I was like in the void of creation or whatever with no stars it was just the void of nothing and there was an outline of this body over there and I could see these massive energy wave pulses going boom right through the body and it was going like this and then my part of my attention went into the body and i was looking out its eyes but it was more of an outline it wasn't even a full body like here and then i, I was here and inside the body at the same time and then 
there was these big, huge puffs of raw energy going through the body and like that. I still had no thought. I was just being, you know, my attention shifted into this body all the way, like this two separate parts. It kind of just went into the body. And then uh, I had this feeling while those puffs of energy were going through me of this pure creator power, like only knowing consciously that you are creator, would you be able to understand what that feels like? Like literally source being creator energy. Like I had the feeling of being that itself. And then, oh, uh, when everything stopped and I got that upload, also the freedom and joy feeling that was shining through my whole being, it turned off and I got shifted into the void and then I got shifted into the body, the blueprint of this body, I guess. And as it was getting these giant waves of energy put through it, and then I felt the creator power, that feeling like it was my own being, you know? And then I thought I heard a noise. And when that happened, the energy quit going through me and it was way down there in the nothing. And my curiosity took me from here to here, like, boop, like that, way over there. And, and I was where I heard the noise, I just transferred there, boink. And then I heard a, uh, another noise. And this time it was like, it was coming up a tunnel. I could tell it was bouncing around, coming up. And then it came out into the void and my curiosity caused me to transfer to where the noise was coming from. And I, all of a sudden, boom, I was floating as an awareness. Not, I, I wasn't, even though I was in the blueprint, I was still just an awareness, like in a state of being. And I was floating through this white fog. It was like energy and it was opaque. I couldn't see into it. And I was just drifting through it like this. My curiosity flashed me into that position, boom, and then I was moving like through it. And it was like a tunnel kind of, a big one. And then I still didn't know anything and wasn't thinking and hadn't recalled my nature or my personality structure here yet. I was just in a state of being. So I was just experiencing directly. And then my being or my inner, the energy I am hit my right lower calf in this world so i was in the white energy and i drifted into the position in there that in this world was my leg i don't know if that makes much sense but you would get it it's like an overlap or like a different frequency in the same spot and as soon as my energy hit my leg i became aware of my whole body in this world and all the people in the room and that I had just went number one, I was wearing shorts and a button up shirt. It was really hot out like 120 in the summer over there. I had a button up shirt that was unbuttoned. I had thongs on and this is what I looked like back then. <laughs> so that guy wearing shorts, button up shirt. And then I, um, the part of me that was orchestrating this whole experience, that big round ball, I'm sure it was the, the, the larger being that I am. 
Now I'm sure of it. It was orchestrating this whole thing. It twanged a couple of my knowings as a personality here on earth. One of them was embarrassment, was the awareness of people and embarrassment. It was like a guitar string. And that I had just went, uh, released my urine and my shorts. Cause I was literally, I had died. And I, mean, I think anyone who has an NDE has really actually died. And they're just coming back before full immersion to where they can't come back. And so it should be called a DE, really. As soon as I hit my calf and I felt all that stuff, I got only two twangs that I had released my urine and, and all the people and embarrassment, the awareness of like 60 people in there. There's so many chairs and workers. And I went, oh, and I jumped back into my body with everything I had and clamped down on everything. So I quit letting go, you know, because when you die, you release everything. And, oh, and I actually said words. I said, did I pee my pants? And of course I was wearing shorts, but that's the words that came out of my mouth. And there was a, three guys around me with white coats. That stuff flashed through me, but he shoved me back into the thing, the chair, the couch, the reclining chair. He went whack and slapped me in the face and went whack. And he's like, what's your name? What's your name? And they're trained to try to bring you back to get you to focus, right? And so I was like this blank thing with its eyes open going. And I could hear clearly what he was saying, but it had no meaning to me. And I mean, I, I wasn't registering the meaning inside of myself. I was blank, like a computer that hasn't been, it's just blank. And the information hasn't been programmed into it yet. And then I got this flash of irritation about, it was little tiny skinny little flash, as big as my pinky, went straight through the middle of my body. And it was irritation, not anger, but irritation because the guy was slapping my face. And I stopped and focused on him. I focused to give him what he was asking for and to answer him. I still didn't know human language yet or anything. And when I focused to know what he was saying, on my right side, this piece of energy, two and a half feet long and about this big around, it appeared. Boink! And the tip of it plugged into this hemisphere right here. Just the tip, about this much of it. And boom, I had all this information and I actually answered him and told him my name. So that thing, I'll talk about that in a minute. And then he started slapping my face again, bang, bang, bang. And I got that same flash of irritation go right through the middle and out the top of my head. And I focused again, like, and and I said, or, or, or I focused, he was saying, where are you? Crack, where are you? He was trying to get me to, he could tell I wasn't back all the way. And he was asking me a further question so that I would focus more fully. And I think they're trained to do that. I, I haven't looked into it. And I focused when I got that flash of irritation to answer him. And actually, even though this plugged in and I gave him the answer, I still was blank. Like, but it, within this energy thing that appeared and plugged in was the answer that I was looking for. And a bunch of more stuff. 
but that's the only thing that fired off because that's the only thing I was looking for. And so to give to that guy. And then this other piece of energy, when I focused to answer him again, it appeared on the left side and it was bigger, like a three foot. This other one was just opaque white. I don't think I said that. And this one was opaque white with this swirling nondescript color in it going through it. And it goes, when I focused answer him, it, it appeared, click, and plugged into this hemisphere, like right here. They plugged in. And I had everything back, all of my knowledge of this world, of me up to date. The whole compilation was, and which is a huge thing. I've never heard of this before, even since then. And I have researched Indies. You know, I did that right away at the beginning to try to understand mine and I didn't find any like mine. Everybody met someone or something. And, and I had this direct experience that had no symbolic interpretation except for later when I was contemplating it. So I, I got all of my information. I, I was rebooted. Basically, I swear computers are designed after us, after our systems, because of it's just too uncanny like like pro running programs being plugged into the mainframe and now it's an operating program or programs you know and it's just amazing and so one guy looks at the other guy and he says should we take another one uh, it won't happen or or no the other guy goes yeah it won't happen twice in a row <laughs> and so they literally took that out I think it was already out. They came back. I don't remember that part. They came back and put my blood back in my arm with a saline solution. I can remember I could taste the plastic like that was going into my blood from the bag. And I was breathing and I remember that. And when they dumped it back in, then they took another pint. Can you believe that? And anyway, I was, I was laying there just kind of sort of still in the experience of everything that just happened. And oh yeah, when I first came back, my friend back there, he was like, John, 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 he was freaking out. And 20 years later, I didn't tell anyone about this for a long time, like a couple decades, I think. I may have told someone somewhere in there, but I saw him 20 years later, like he went on his own journey you know and and uh, uh, and I came back together we came back on purpose we like actually met up and we were talking about that and he told me he goes yeah after they shocked your heart three times you came back I was like I didn't even know they shocked my heart all those years I had no idea that they had hit me with that thing that defibr defibrillator or whatever it is defib defibrillator I don't know how I say it Boom, three times in a row. And uh, I didn't even know. So at that point in my life, I had taken martial arts for six years and I had seen masters do supernatural stuff like bending rebar on their hollow of their throat, like seven pieces at once, just like a noodles. And then we try to bend them back and we couldn't even budge them. I saw him shatter wooden shafted arrows seven at a time on this one guy on his throat. 
didn't even leave a red mark. I knew that we had some something with there was more to us than met the eye, but I wasn't mature enough to want to discover it. And but knowing that and having been through training in two different schools up to that point, I was immediately I wanted to understand. I wanted to know I wanted to understand what happened. And the biggest thing I wanted to understand is that when I was first of all when John dissolved and the earth the whole experience here just was gone the being that I was I had never not been and I wanted to understand that like I wanted to become aware of that part of myself that is beyond this world it was like an instinct kind of I didn't really have those words for it at the time because I didn't have that experience yet. And so I hunted for a school or anyone, a teacher. I didn't I don't care who it was. And I, I depth charged everyone with questions that I met for 14 months straight to see if they had some special teacher or meditation teacher or something. And I finally ran into somebody who was training at the Washington Psychic Institute in Bellingham, Washington at the time. And he was this like when he told me he had a teacher, I jumped him pretty much. And he's like, whoa, whoa, calm down, dude. He's like, here. And he wrote down the address. He didn't write down the name. He just wrote down the address. And he said, don't tell him I sent you. <laughs> and he gave me the address. And I went over there. And I went in. And I met the head dude that was the trainer of the clairvoyant students. And... I started taking the healing classes, first the meditation classes, then the healing classes and learning my energy system and learning all kinds of stuff. Everything I was looking for, I discovered by going to that place. And then I learned, I just kept learning since then. And I actually started offering healing sessions since then. And I do a lot of stuff. My website will be on here and you know, that will show everything I have to offer. But, I do remote energy work with people anywhere on earth. And it all came from that experience. And I know that that was a trigger orchestrated by the larger permanent eternal me to shift my awareness from just being some badass martial artist, excuse my language, that had tons of energy and was super free to, I refuted all outside self-proclaimed authority over myself at that time in my life. And I only thought for myself, I would hear what someone else would say, but I would not allow someone else to run my world at that time in my life. And I know that it was orchestrated to take, I didn't have any understanding of the inner world or my true nature or the nature of life itself or my relationship to it. And so that gave me a whole complete turn into hunting for that. And I know it was a trigger and to this very day, like 37 years later, my entire life has been dedicated to discovering and to teaching and to helping people in ways that I learned how to help my own self. Basically, it's like awareness training, like opening your mind to or discovering who you are and what you are. And that discovery, by the way, never ends. It will never end beyond this life, before this life, during this life. There's no end to it, just like the stars or the universe. It's like infinite, and so are we. And so there's no end to the discovery of yourself and to how you 
use those abilities. And so if you do it all <laughs> or how you are using them, even if you're not aware you are, because you can't not be what you are. You can just be completely blind to it and still be operating your system without understanding anything about it. That's one of the beauties of being on earth is you don't have to wake up. You can become a whole new being, develop an entire new identity. And when it's over, boom, you're back to who, what, who and what you always have been and, and were the whole time you were here. You're just unaware of it on this level. And I mean, you always are what you are. And we don't have to know that here. We don't have to wake up here. So I don't really have much more to say on my YouTube channel. And on my website, I have free videos on real key, key practices. If you really want to wake up, if you want to start understanding your nature and how this operating system works and the difference between the two, then I, I put key techniques in there, practices, real simple, short videos on a way to start understanding, recognizing the system that already exists, that's already functioning and becoming aware of it and then altering it in the way you want to in the moment. And also as you do that, you start discovering that you are not your system. You are literally the owner operator of it. And so anyway, this is about NDE. So I won't go farther into that. But if you want to know, look in the link down there. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Yeah.